This may be a funny way to do a Q&A, but the other day somebody sent me an answer from the Rebbe that was written in 1985 in Tashmah to a shlucha, or to, a, to the child of one of the shluchim, um, about the stresses of shlichas. I'm going to read the Hebrew. They, they actually have the Ksav Yad Kodesh, the Rebbe's original manuscript here, but it's a little bit difficult to see. So the, the, the Hebrew reads as follows. Bikarti, uh, I visited this place. Ve'imi and my mother, Sheikh Shambanyon and Sheikh Abad, who's busy with matters in the Sheikh Abad, Hislama Bafone complained to me, Shetomid all the time, Shetzichal Argin Mashu, whenever she needs to organize things, he made nervous, she's very nervous. Umadua ze Magiala, why does she deserve it? Are you seconds Benyonik Vegedushas Admur Shlito? She's involved in the Rebbe's business. Why is she finding it so hard? So this young man writes to the Rebbe, what should I tell my mother about the fact that working for the Rebbe is so stressful? And the Rebbe's answer is, for this itself, meaning for the nerves associated with the work, you have also the advantage of light that comes after darkness, and the word is underlined, and then in parentheses, and the nerves, meaning to say, that the stress and the nerves are part of the darkness of the good that one is doing. And then eventually that darkness and those nerves are transformed into light and it becomes advantageous. This is the Rebbe's answer. So read the words one more time. Regarding this also, you have the idea of like the advantage of light that comes from darkness and nerves. Now I have witnessed great chassidim, serious chassidim, and shluchim and mashpiim uh, analyze an answer from the Rebbe like it's like it's a it's a toisvus. You have to study each word. It's very 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 precise. The answer is very pointed. The answer is very strong. Um, but it can be interpreted in more than one way. So there was a conversation a while back about what it means and some people are saying that the Rebbe is saying that eventually she'll reach a stage where she'll be able to do what she does with an incredible amount of calm. Other people are saying that the nerves themselves create the motivation which affect an increase in the success of the undertaking. So this person passed this answer along to me. He passed it along to me because it touched him, it moved him and he he shared with me his own thoughts. What he said to me was that the Rebbe is not telling her not to be nervous. That's how he saw it. The Rebbe is not telling her not to get agitated or to be nervous. The Rebbe is sort of saying, it's part of life. The world is not perfect. And just like life and the world are not perfect, even when you're working on the Rebbe's things, there's a possibility, possibility that things should be inexact. And it's okay. It's okay that you're nervous. That's how the person who brought this to my attention, uh, interpreted it. And he wanted to hear what I think, and I told him, and I decided to make this into a Q&A. I want to address it. I want to talk about it. Because I think there's a, there's a far-reaching uh, significance to this answer. And I'll start with the following statement. Many people would find the Rebbe's words hurtful. 
or to say it in different words, if the Rebbe wasn't the person giving her this answer, if her son had said to her, listen, you're very nervous now, but yes, she would have said to her son, thank you very much, that's not very helpful, I'm struggling here, I'm having a hard time, practically, I'm mean, having a hard time emotionally, and you're telling me that somehow tomorrow it's going to serve me well, or in some other way it's going to serve me well. And the Rebbe gets away with it, right? The Rebbe is able to say to somebody, you're nervous? That's okay. There'll be an advantage later on. And I want to speak to this idea. And the idea is this. In relationships, people have what's called capital. Capital is a term that's used in finance, right? How much money do you have in the bank? Um, how much how much credibility do you have? So there is literally capital that I have actual cash that I can spend. And there's also credibility. I don't have any money, but I, my word is good. And my word is trustworthy. It's also a form of capital. And you could use it to borrow money, to get partners, to, to get material, and so on and so forth. And there's also human capital. Human capital means people do things and they gain a certain reputation, they gain a certain amount of trust, they gain a certain amount of respect, they gain a certain amount of love. And on that basis, they are able to use that capital in their relationships with other people in ways that other people couldn't. If other people had written this to that person, it may have been received as criticism. When the Rebbe tells this to that person, it's not seen as criticism, it's seen as encouragement. It's not because the Rebbe is saying something different necessarily, because the Rebbe is somebody different. And we all know very well, as remarkable as it is, that the relationship that we have with the Rebbe are individual, not just personal, but individual. And uh, as big as the Rebbe is, and as many as we are, we know from our own experience that his relationship with each of us is very individual, and that he, he's big enough to actually care about us, Bemis, and to love us, and that the things that we do by his encouragement are supported by an enormous amount of love and involvement and partnership, which is filled with uh, a genuine concern and a genuine support. So the Rebbe can speak uh, much more directly than another person can. Another person would say the very same thing, we're very hurt by it. And when the Rebbe says it, we appreciate that the Rebbe is actually telling us what we already know is true, and it's very good for us to hear it. It's very advantageous to us to hear it. it serves us well. Um, like Rabbi Hecht, Yankel Hecht has a story where the Rebbe once severely criticized him for something that he had done. He was very hurt, and he gave the Rebbe the keys. He felt, I'm not worthy of working for the Rebbe. And then, of course, the Rebbe did not accept the keys. And then months later, when he had a Yechidus, the Rebbe said to him, Which means, the Rebbe said to him, you should be so happy that there's somebody to give you constructive criticism. Instead of being insulted, appreciate that all I'm doing is directing you, I'm giving you a direction. And um, this is something that the Rebbe uniquely has, this capital. And the same is true in relationships of all types. Parents and children have a certain amount of capital, and you could lose the capital. When you have that capital, parents can say to children, 
more critical things than other people can. I, my, my philosophy of life evolves, and as I get older, I realize more and more that in order to criticize somebody, you have to love them very much. And the more you love them, the more entitled to criticize, because the more they're able to take it. The less you love somebody, the less entitled you are to criticize, because they're just not able to hear it. Uh, this is true also in the Mashbi Makabal relationship, that you earn capital because of your involvement and your concern and your interest and your Talmidim. And it puts you in a position where you could say things more honestly that are really good for the students to hear. But in order for the students to hear them correctly, they need to know and feel that it's coming from a genuine place. And this you have to earn. And the Rebbe has with all of us an enormous amount of capital. And this boy who wrote this question to me was born after Gimel Tammuz. And he's very sensitive. So I said to him, but perhaps one of the lessons from this answer could be that the generation after, that's growing up after Gimel Tammuz, that's very sensitive to the criticism that they may get from others, can allow themselves to be criticized by the Rebbe because you know that in spite of the fact that the Rebbe physically met the Rebbe, the Rebbe loves them. And like it says in Akdom of Tanya, he knows them. And all of these very powerful directions of the Rebbe about being the Simcha and working hard and moving forward and not getting down and Trachgut Vedzaingut, which are very difficult pills to swallow when you hear them from somebody else. But from the Rebbe, it's not easy, but we're able to swallow them because we know they're coming from a place that is good. And that should motivate us to be able to push ourselves instead of pushing back. So maybe a mashpia cannot tell you, be besimcha at all costs. The Rebbe can. And we can allow the Rebbe to give us these instructions, just like he gave these instructions to the generations before who had a, a relationship with him that was physical and direct. Thank you.